old-fashioned football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Big Game Squares Contest. $1,000 prize pool and completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash squares to enter today. Old-fashioned football. Make this deal right now, you pancake-eating mother... All right, deal! Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. Thank you to Paul Stevie for bringing us in on guitar. I am your host, or co-host, I should say, Justin Mark. You can call me J Mark. Find me on Twitter at J Mark Football. And let me bring in the other host, the other co host, my lovely wife who's giving me eyes like, you're not the only host, mofo. Um, <laughs> Miranda, you can call her Mur. Find her on Twitter at J Mark's Wifey. Miranda, how you doing today? I am doing great. Glad to be back after a couple weeks break there. It has been a little bit of a yes. break. This is feeling odd. We got to get back into it though. Yes, and I'm excited for all of the content that we've been planning to bring you during the off season. We're not going away, which is That's very true. exciting for us. A lot more whiskey drinking coming your way too. And, um, and that is very exciting. Yes. <laughs> but right now in football, we have our Super Bowl teams identified we have the Eagles going to State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona to face off with the Kansas City Chiefs. Who are you rooting for? Who do you think I'm rooting for? The Chiefs. Yes. You're my homie. I am a Mahomie fan. Yep. You like Mahomes. <laughs> I'm going for the Eagles. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I was high on them all year, mm-hmm. and I didn't think they'd make the Super Bowl, but I was high on the team in general. And so, yeah, I'm going with the, uh, the Eagles. I think... Their coach, Nick Sirianni, has done not only done a really good job, but the fact that he was not considered for coach of the year, I feel like is pretty shitty because I thought he's been one of the better coaches this year. But it is what it is, I guess. It is. Who is doing, I'm horrible for not knowing this, who's doing the halftime show? Ugh, Rihanna. Oh. (laughs) We all know how you feel about this. Not a big Rihanna fan. Um, I feel like she can put on, she'll put on a good show. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be entertaining enough. The anthem, though, I am excited about. Oh? Chris Stapleton. Ooh. Yeah. That will be a good one. I haven't heard him do anything that I haven't liked. Mm -hmm. So um, just doing the anthem. If you get a good anthem singer anyways, I just... Um, I feel like it can give you goosebumps because it just it does mean a lot. The song means a lot at times and to certain people, you know, so um, he's going to do awesome, I think. So but yeah, we're going to in this episode do a little 2022 recap, talk about some important offseason dates and some of the bigger stories this offseason, I guess. But before we get to all that, what are we drinking today? 
All right. Now, I told you this was going to be a little different today. I'd like yes. you to leave the room so that I could tell our listeners what we're drinking today. Excuse me? I have to leave. I'm getting kicked out <laughs> of my like own office, my own podcasting room. Yes. Leave the room. I'll tell you when you can come back. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now that Justin's left the room, we are drinking Evan Williams Bottle and Bond Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. You can find this for under $20 a bottle. And Justin loves this stuff. So let's see if he can pick it out in a blind taste test. Justin, you can come back in the room. I am back now. You are back. <laughs> so you were still working. Actually, I th- it was afterward. I think you were still in your podcast with Rod. Yes. And I thought, I'll go and be proactive. I'll, get, I'll pick out the whiskey we're doing since we didn't talk about it beforehand. I'll make old fashions for us. Mm-hmm. Which are really good. They are. It is very good. And then as I was looking at our selection of whiskeys and figuring out which ones we had not had on the show, I decided I wanted to give you a blind taste test and see what you think of our whiskey. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Does it make you nervous? Yeah. Yeah. It's like I got to put my money where my mouth is and see if I know what I'm drinking. But I did smell it right away, and I told you my guess was that it was whiskey, so I won. <laughs> <laughs> it is whiskey. Yes. It is whiskey. Got it right. Got some points there. All right. Well, before we get started, let's get paid. And uh, we're brought to you by WinBet. WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is an active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, a.k.a. WinBet's Build Your Own Bet. The big game is here, and WinBet has you covered. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer of bet $100, get $100. Limited state availability. And of course, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so that they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offers of exchange, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a game problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by the Big Game Squares Contest. SGPN is giving away $1,000 in their Big Game Squares contest. It's completely free to enter. All you need to do is follow the Sports Gambling Podcast on Spotify and give them a rating. Then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash squares to enter for your chance to win free Big Game Square. All right, Miranda, why don't we talk a little 2022 recap? Now, in 2022, if you listen to us, we did Sir Throws a lot. And we mm-hmm. did studs and duds. Well, now we have a 2022 overall Sir Throws a Lot and studs and duds, right? Right. So why don't we do the Sir Throws a Lot first? The 2022 Sir Throws a Lot belongs to... <laughs> old man Tom Brady. He had 733 pass attempts on the year. The next closest was young man, Justin Herbert, with 699. That's quite a difference, and mm-hmm. it's amazing. It's amazing that at he's his age. <laughs> throwing the ball that much. Didn't get them anywhere, but it's amazing. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, um, what's amazing is his ha- arm hasn't fallen off because he's yes. old. <laughs> he is old and fit. Yeah. Tom Brady may have had the most pass attempts this season, but we did Sir Throws a lot on a week 
weekly basis by stats. Yeah. And Patrick Mahomes had the highest per week throws of 68 throws against the Titans in week nine. That's a lot of throws. It is. I think he is the overall, so throws a lot. <laughs> I know that Brady <laughs> had the most throws all season collectively, but on our weekly, it was Mahomey. Mahomey, and you're a Mahomey. Um, how about some of the biggest surprises? We, I know we both jotted some surprises mm-hmm. down. Uh, wh- what's one of your biggest surprises this year? Geno Smith being oh. a top 10 quarterback. You, it Still was can't a get surprise over that one. <laughs> to you because I said he would be, and you did okay. not think he okay, would be. Justin, you would <laughs> rub that in. No, I didn't, though. And who did, aside from you? <laughs> well, making me one of a kind here. Thank you. <laughs> what about you? Give me a surprise that you had. Uh, that Christian McCaffrey stayed healthy. I did not know. I wanted him to. I didn't know if it was going to happen. Yeah. Neither one of us wanted him to get injured, but we both mentioned that we would not draft him because of his injury proneness that he seemed to have. But yeah, he stayed healthy. So, I mean, good for him. And he finished as the number one running back in fantasy football because of that. Yes. What's another one for you? Not a surprise to me or you, but to many and not to beat a dead horse. But Russell Wilson doing so poorly this season. <laughs> so Russell Wilson is a dead horse is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> he is not the workhorse he was. <laughs> Very political of you. No, he was he was not good at all. Do you think he rebounds? Is he I don't done? know. I, I don't know. It's sad. It's sad to think about it. But how old is he? Do we know how old he is? I think he's 30s, 34 yeah. maybe. I don't know. I will look real quick. Um, but while I'm looking, a lot of people seem to think it was the play calling. Mm-hmm. Nathaniel Hackett was running their offense. They will have a new coach. I just I don't know if that's going to make a difference because I, I he is 34. I hit it on the head. Um, I thought he started looking kind of bad in his last year in the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, maybe having a new coach makes a difference, but he's not going to be one that I'm going to go all out. Or, well, you like draft him go? for $10. No. Five. I don't know. <laughs> One dollar. Yeah, depending on <laughs> who else. I don't know. I'm pretty good at quarterbacks. I don't know. I have some good deals. I don't, I don't know if I'm looking to That's add him. That's something we should do on one of our episodes is kind of look at our our rosters and our thought processes of why we keep who we do. Mm-hmm. We'll kind of get on that later. But. I'm not, yeah, you really oh, would like us to, <laughs> you would like us to cover that one into you so that you can know what I I'm doing. I don't care who you keep and don't keep. Yeah. I don't need the rest of our leagues knowing either. Um, that's part of it. You don't know who people are going to keep until you get to true. the draft. That's true. It definitely impacts planning. If you know who's dropping who it's true information that I, in the league we run, I always give mine right away because I don't want people to think that I'm just waiting to see what mm-hmm. everybody else gets and then you do. But mine. then you get to know as people give you their draft picks, though, you get to see who's being kept. And that has to help your planning. Me? Yeah. Not if I've already kept mine. No, not for keepers. What do you mean then? For the draft. What Everybody gets to know who people. Not kept with as draft. much time. Oh, so you're thinking I get more time to prepare and that's mm-hmm. why I always beat you. No, you don't always beat me. <laughs> I don't. Did in you beat league. me in any of our leagues this year? Maybe yeah, one. Especially that one because you finished <laughs> in, in the toilet bowl there. So yeah. No, I was not last. Oh, you were pretty close. You were pretty close. 
Continue. We're getting my off other, on a side tangent here. My other surprise, Taysom Hill, a top five tight end. Now, last year he was listed as a quarterback, running back, I think just quarterback and running back, maybe. Um, because last year he did suit up for them as quarterback. This year they switched him to tight end, even mm-hmm. though they're paying him a lot of money as a backup quarterback. But he is. He's a quarterback. He's, he's a running back. He's that versatile player tight out end. there. Yeah. Uh, Swiss Army knife type of player. <laughs> he can do it all. And he finished as a top five tight end because of it. So um, not a name you would think as, oh, top five tight end. But Taysom Hill, he uh, put up the stats mm-hmm. to prove it. <clears throat> all right. And I know we talked about studs and duds all season. Every week brought you those lists. Um, but here, let's take a look at some of those underrated value studs keep in mind kramer and sean said i should not let you do the studs (laughs) she looks at me with her drinking hand like oh well i'm doing them (laughs) um i'll kick it off trevor lawrence now this is when we give their draft position this is their draft position average draft position yeah amongst their position Mm -hmm. so trevor lawrence drafted 18th quarterback so not 18th overall obviously He's drafted as the 18th quarterback, finished as the 7th. Kirk Cousins, drafted as the 15th quarterback, finished 6th. Our boy, Justin Fields, Mm -hmm. drafted 17th, dropped in a lot of leagues after the first four didn't go well, finished 9th overall. That is one I'm still bitter about not getting because I think he's just going to get better. Oh, he is. Mm -hmm. And I did get him in most leagues. For cheap. (laughs) You got him pretty cheap. I did. Jamal Williams. That's your guy. He is my guy. Drafted 52nd average running back position. He finished 8th. And you can bet your ass that I am going to keep him. Little spoiler (laughs) alert for people. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Well, it's interesting because I think he is going to be a free agent. So it'll be interesting to see if Detroit Mm -hmm. retains him or not. They should. They should. I would be surprised if they don't. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think looking at our list real quick, just doing a quick glance, he's the biggest stud, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I mean, we into forty for average draft position, he's, but he's the only over fifty. Yeah, and finished top ten. Top ten. Um, just one of those good stories. Another good story, not as big of a gap, but a pretty big one. Tony Pollard drafted thirty fifth, finished seventh. We're going to talk about him a little bit later. Miles Sanders, we'll also talk about him later, was drafted. 31st and finished 10th. Yeah. Uh, Kenneth Walker drafted 37th, finished 12th. Devonta Smith was drafted as a 35th wide receiver, and he finished 13th overall. Pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, Jalen Waddle drafted 19th, finished 7th. Um, that's a guy that I, I feel like some of us believed in the Dolphins, some of us mm-hmm. did not. I did not, but... Here he is. He finished seventh with Tyreek Hill in the top five. Yeah, both of them. Yep. Crazy. Um, Christian Kirk was drafted as the 40th wide receiver, finished as eighth. So that's another good jump. Not as big as Jamal Williams, but another good Mm -hmm. jump. Um, I did draft Christian Kirk for a dollar. I just wanted to rub that in really quick. Oh, man. Amari Cooper drafted as the 30th. Nobody expected much out of the Browns, but he did finish as the 10th, even though but the Browns didn't. That does surprise didn't, me. Yeah, the Browns didn't do much, but when they did, it was Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. Now, one second, Justin, because, okay, nothing, nothing. 
Um, Taysom Hill, I thought I had my stats wrong here for a second. He was drafted as the 26th tight end, finished fourth. That essentially is saying he was not drafted. <laughs> Basically, right? I picked him up <laughs> off the free agency. <laughs> yeah, I guess it depends how deep your league is. Mm-hmm. But in a 10 or 12 person league, you probably aren't going to your 26th tight end. There's always that one guy who drafts like three tight ends, though. Yeah. It's usually one of uh, the fortunes. <laughs> the last name fortune. Um, no, they do go crazy on their mm-hmm. defenses, though, it seems like. Uh, Evan Engram drafted 24th, finished 8th at tight end. Um, so now we're going to talk about busts, but you'll notice some names missing, like Cooper Cup, because that was all because of injury. Trey mm-hmm. Lance, all because of injury. But we're going to talk about these duds of the year um, that aren't necessarily injury related. Okay, well, I'm going to kind of break that rule a little bit because I do have Jonathan Taylor on my list. That's allowed. Okay, because I know he was injured, but even before that, he was not doing so well. And he was the top draft pick in the league. Yeah. Like we, he was going for the highest dollar amount in our auction leagues. In the non-auction leagues, he was the first pick. Like he was going. So... That's a huge disappointment. Oh, yeah. And for big money. Um, Every time he was drafted, it was big money or contracted Mm -hmm. pretty big money. So, yeah, uh, big disappointment. Russell Wilson, we talked about how he was flying off draft boards for Mm -hmm. ridiculous amounts of money. I still cannot believe he was drafted for more than Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. But he ended up being an average draft position of the 10th quarterback and finished at 17th. Najee Harris was drafted as the fifth running back, and he finished 14th. That hurts. It does. I mean, he's still up there in running backs, but it does hurt. For the money you pay for your top five running backs. Yep. I think I spent 53, 54 Mm -hmm. on him, so you need more than 14th for $53. You do. Joe Mixon drafted seventh. Not as big of a fall. Finished 13th, but still somebody I expected to finish in the top 10. DeAndre Swift was drafted eighth and finished twenty fifth. De- Debo Samuel drafted seventh, seventh mm-hmm. wide receiver finished twenty second. Now, I-, I didn't expect as much out of him because he had said he didn't want to be a running back like he was the previous year. So I didn't think he was going to finish as high. And Michael Pittman, he was drafted eleventh and he finished thirtieth. And now for the biggest dud, and I know you love this. I know. Kyle Pitts on your list. Yep. Kyle Pitts drafted as the third tight end overall. And yes, he was injured and finished 34th, but we all know he was bad. (laughs) He was bad before that injury. He was the hype that just, yeah, he was, it was all hype and nothing else. (laughs) I was so sold on, uh, the fact that Arthur Smith was back and had done well with Delaney Walker, with Marcus Mariota throwing it, I don't know. I just I thought the whole theory was there. It seemed really good. It just seemed good, but it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> Keep dreaming. Yep. So that's our studs and duds for the 2022 fantasy football season. Miranda, why don't we walk through some important dates? Yes. Um, one of the first important dates coming up, still have over a month, is the franchise tag deadline. It's coming up on March 7th. And this will determine who's hitting the free agency, but also might determine some holdouts. Yeah. A lot of guys do not like to play on that franchise tag. They want a big deal. Mm -hmm. 
Um, they want a new contract, a big deal, franchise tag. They can still sign their franchise tag and end up getting a deal from that team, but that, we know that that's rarely happens. It seems like usually they have to play on that tag. If you play on that tag and get injured, then you don't have a big contract coming up. So I, I get mm-hmm. it. I get why they don't like to do it because they want that security. Everybody yeah. wants job security. But, yeah, that'll be a big one to watch. Um, and then, of course, probably the biggest. I, I feel like this is bigger than the draft myself, but the free agency yes. period. That starts March 15th. And, um, of course, when that happens, we'll have an episode breaking down players on their new teams, how it helps mm-hmm. them, how it hurts other teammates, things like that. That, that period is going to have a huge impact on fantasy football absolutely um it, it no matter what the position is quarterback running mm-hmm. back wide receiver it all affects their value it affects their teammates values yes. i mean it changes mm-hmm. everything really literally <laughs> literally <laughs> even their old teammates mm-hmm. value if they leave then potentially their teammate gets better did you say when that was march 15th march did you say 15th that? i couldn't yep. remember yep Yes. And then, of course, we have the actual draft, April 27th through April 29th. Top rookies and their landing spots will be previewing some players that could make impacts during a later episode. Yeah, we're going to bring on some guests, um, mm-hmm. some people with some, I mean, I know college football, but. We'll be bringing on some guests who know they college really football. They really know college football. More than us. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, and I love draft day. Of course you do. If you have not picked up on our intro, we have um, excerpts from the movie Draft Day. And on Draft Day, every year, we watch Draft Day. Yes, we have to. (laughs) I I don't always necessarily watch it with you, but I hear it with you. (laughs) You'll have it playing at some part during the day, and whatever I'm doing... You hear me, just make the trade, pancake meat, motherfucker. (laughs) You're like, what is going on in there? I'm getting snaps from Nick Fortune, who's also watching Draft Day, while you're watching Draft Day on Draft Day. You have to. I watch it. Mm -hmm. um, I try to watch it before fantasy football draft season starts, too. You do. You you both do. I feel like you're both in sync with when you watch Draft Day. It's how we get pumped. It is. (laughs) I suppose. (laughs) All right. What are we talking about next year? We're going to give you the, some gossip, dish out the tea, some big <laughs> stories. I just wanted to say the give tea, the honestly. Tea. <laughs> um, some big stories in the off season. And for I, those, this, real quick, yeah? for those that aren't as hip as you, what exactly <laughs> does the tea mean? The Spilling gossip. the tea. That's Spilling just the, tea. the gossip? Gossiping. Oh, okay. If you're going to spill the tea. Because you do it over tea or... Probably because women, I don't know, back in the day, <laughs> women gossiping over tea. I don't yeah. know. Okay. You I'm look just, it up. You look it up. <laughs> I don't You're need to saying. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, probably um, a couple of the biggest stories right now. The biggest story right now, I think, is the Brady sweepstakes. Yes. Would you disagree yes. with me? No, I think that's going to be huge. You have, you know, like obviously Brady's a free agent. He. <laughs> There's talks about him going to the Raiders. The 49ers have shown interest. The Dolphins had were in the conversation for a little bit. They officially they dropped out. They uh, we'll get into that a little bit. Um, we had the Titans and the Commanders. 
It's Brady. He's still, if he's still with us next year, he's still going to be relevant. <laughs> he's still with us. I don't mean it like that. <laughs> as long as that old fart doesn't die. <laughs> no, I'm. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I meant if he's still with us in the NFL, he is going to be fantasy relevant yes. wherever he goes. I don't, it's Brady. He's yeah. Brady. Or even more so, I think nowadays, make his teammates more fantasy relevant. Yes. Because he may not be finishing in the top 10 necessarily, but he elevates the people around him. He does. Yeah. So let's... Real quick. The custom in the South of women who gather in the afternoon to drink tea and gossip is why the slang term tea is used for gossip. (laughs) Anyways, sorry, proceed. Okay. (laughs) Thank you, Justin. Yes. Uh, Your own personal Google. Yes. (laughs) The Raiders, let's talk about them. They have a lot of interest in Brady. Derek Carr. He's gone. I, I yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. I like Derek Carr. I do, too. I think he's a good player. I think that Raiders organization has issues. I mean, mm-hmm. from John Gruden to just everything that has happened while Carr's been there. But What does um, having a Tom Brady leading the Raiders do for Devontae Adams? Yeah, Um I mean, Devontae Adams finished as the second or third wide receiver as it was, Mm -hmm. but I think he's got to be right there, if not number one, right? Mm -hmm. I know he's an old guy. I mean, he's in his 30s. Usually your 30-year-old wide receivers don't make impacts year over year, but it's Devontae Devontae Adams. Adams. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're Devontae Adams. (laughs) Yeah, right. Which then, I mean, Mm -hmm. if Brady steps in there, Carr for sure is gone anyways, we think. But then, you know, you have a trickle effect of where's Carr end up. Mm -hmm. And that'll be interesting as well. Because not only do I like Carr, I think he's a good player. He's he's got a good arm. Um, Needs some more supporting casts. But, yeah, good player. More supporting than Devontae Adams. That's all. That's (laughs) really all he had, though. I guess. Because De- Darren Waller got hurt. He did. And he targeted, um, Devontae Adams was the most targeted wide receiver. It's like he just kept slinging it to him, like, please catch it, Devontae. <laughs> All right. The 49ers, they have Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. There's already been discussions on do they start with Brock Purdy? Do they start with Trey Lance? But now they're also interested in Tom Brady. What do you make of that? Yeah, team just losing the NFC Championship. Um, Look at who got him there, Brock Purdy. Mm -hmm. I think if you don't go with Brock Purdy, it's a damn shame. Um, Unfortunately for Trey Lance, but I think it's time to trade Trey Lance, you know, let Mm -hmm. him get a fresh start elsewhere. But if they bring on Tom Brady, they're not going to start Brock Purdy over Tom Brady. No, no, not at all. He would be a QB too. Right. I really wanted to see the Niners play the Bucs because, you know, Tom Brady taken in the sixth round of the draft. Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, last player drafted Mm -hmm. in the draft. I just think the storyline there would be good. But Brock Purdy learning from Tom Brady, even if it's for a year, Mm -hmm. I mean, that might benefit Brock Purdy for years to come. That's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Now, we mentioned the Dolphins. They – it is confirmed. I don't know if they – were they truly interested right now or was their name just thrown up in there because of all the drama last year? Yeah, it's. I think they were. I mean, they were interested last year, obviously. Mm-hmm. But because of how last year went down, they should just stay away. Well, and they have Tua. Tua did amazing. They, if, they Tua, if, what? If Tua cannot continuously have concussions, concussions, yes, 
there is that risk. They they have <laughs> said that he will be fine, mm-hmm. but three in a year, I'd be worried. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they so last year they they lost a draft pick. Then the first round, first draft round pick. draft pick, and we're fined one and a half million dollars in fines for going after Brady. Yeah, short side rant. Mm-hmm. So they lost their first round draft pick. So there's only 31 draft picks in the first round instead of 32, right? Yes. Because the Bears got the first pick in the draft, that means they would have had the first pick and the 32nd pick, which is technically this year round one of two. Right. But that's like two first rounders, but we traded it for Chase Claypool. Now I'm excited about Chase Claypool. I think he's going to be good next year. Mm-hmm. But when you break it down to a first round pick, that's tough. Yeah. Because technically it's a first technically round pick. Technically it's yeah. a, yep. So anyways, yeah. No, I think the, <clears throat> the Dolphins just just stay away from all the, the Tom Brady drama and everything that went down with that. Yes. And then the commanders having interest in him. So they have they had Carson Wentz, Taylor Heineke, and Sam Howell was their rookie this year. Wentz still has two years left on his contract, but no guaranteed money. Yeah, I think I think Wentz is done. I do too. Unless he will play as a backup. If he's happy mm-hmm. being a backup, I think he could serve decent as a backup. And Heineke, he, his contract's up. He's a free agent. Yeah. I like Taylor Heineke because you know where he came from? The XFL. <laughs> of course. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and then, yeah, Sam Howell, rookie out of North Carolina. I don't know. Like, what do you think Tom Brady going to the Commanders does for them? Um, you know, they have a lot of good receivers in Curtis Samuel, Terry they have McLaurin. Some weapons. Yeah, De'Ami Brown. So that makes them a contender in a very tough NFC East, I think. They did pretty good this year. They were in it until the last couple Mm -hmm. weeks. They fell out. Funny thing there, they lost. And they asked the uh, coach, Ron Rivera, so how do you feel knowing that if, I think it was the Packers, win, you guys will be eliminated? And he goes, we could be eliminated? Like, what coach doesn't know that you could be eliminated? (laughs) That's almost a fireable offense, I feel like. But, um, no, I, I mean... I don't know what our our buddy Ryan McIntyre, Moneyline Mac, feels about getting uh, Tom Brady. I know he was kind of hoping they would trade for Rodgers. Really? Yeah, it's my same thing. (laughs) Really? I told him I'd rather have Derek Carr, have Derek Carr go to the commanders. Mm -hmm. But no, I think if they get an established quarterback like Brady, like a Derek Carr, that the commanders are going to be a, a very tough team. They're very good defensively. They have a lot of weapons. So, yeah. And then last but not least, the Titans, who have Ryan Tannehill and Malik Willis right now. Yes. And they kind of benched Tannehill for Willis. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and they I don't know if Willis had a game over 120 passing yards. They didn't seem like they were okay trusting him. I didn't think he was ready. He came out of Liberty College. I don't think he was ready for the NFL. Still don't think he's ready for the NFL. Mm-hmm. So that's a team that Tannehill could be the out help. the door. And yeah, they, they need But I can't see, for whatever reason, I just cannot see Tom Brady going to the Titans. Yeah, it'd be weird. It would be weird. Dark Horse. I have a Dark Horse prediction. Oh. Yes. What is your Dark I didn't know this. What yeah, I know. Um, so he plays for the Bucks in the NFC South now. I think he changes and goes to... The New Orleans Saints. 
They have had uh, no established quarterback because they had Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. They had the Red Rifle, Andy Dalton. They don't have an established quarterback. They didn't seem to trust Winston after he got healthy, and they're not going to roll with Dalton again, I don't think. So, But are they going to go with somebody who maybe has one year left, or do they want to find – well, I guess they could go they could with Tom both. Brady and – Still draft, draft or understudy. Yeah. yeah. And there's rumors that Sean Payton might be coming out of retirement uh, or out of announcing now and go back to coaching. Mm-hmm. Sean Payton, you know, had many good years with Drew Brees. Now he gets Tom Brady. Seems like um, could be could be a interesting combination. Maybe we should just put every team <laughs> out there in the Brady sweepstakes. Yes, not the Bears, please. <laughs> not the Bears. No, I I don't know. I don't think I don't see him going to the 49ers. Yeah. I think they they have enough with what they have. Uh huh. And I I just cannot see him as a Titan. I just can't. That's just I would have to mentally get around that. <laughs> <laughs> but so Raiders, Commanders, your dark horse. I will. It's interesting. But he's. Uh, do you see him? We didn't even talk about Tampa Bay. Do you see him staying there? I don't. I think they're ready to move on mm-hmm. to kind of develop the next quarterback. Um, take a different. I guess change the direction of their franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, this I w- reminds me of a bet I made with you that I lost that we never talked about again. Which one was that? Gronk coming out of retirement. Oh yes, yeah. He did not. He did not. He did say <laughs> he missed it. He missed football as he watched the uh, championship game. He said the feelings and everything from that mm-hmm. made him miss it. But he's like, that's the only moment I've missed it. <laughs> um, did you know he's kicking a field goal? um at halftime no yeah there's something about like you can sign up and if he makes it and your number's picked you win money or whatever but yeah he's kicking a field goal i guess during halftime it's (laughs) bizarre (laughs) like oh god where's the nfl come up with this stuff um we spent a lot of time talking about we did it's the probably the biggest it probably news right now and it has a lot of impacts no matter where he goes there's a lot of impacts. Oh, I just thought of one. What? What if he goes back to the Patriots? Reunites with Bill Belichick. He's Mac not. Jones, that is done. Mac Jones <laughs> has not been the saving heir to take over for. So you think he's going to go back and go to the Patriots and retire as a Patriot? Why not? He spent so many years there. What, wasn't that kind of done, though? That <sighs> relationship? Yeah, I thought so, but. Who knows? Well, we we can gossip. So <laughs> but the next let's let's keep this rolling. Yes. Rogers. He doesn't know Ugh. if he's gonna retire <laughs> or come back. There are rumors that the organization is growing increasingly unhappy with him. Yes. Well, his family's been unhappy with him for years. So. Well <laughs> <laughs> irrelevant to football, Justin. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's kind of taking this Brett Favre career path where he was this decorated football player mm-hmm. who did really well, but only took them to one Super Bowl, um, or won one Super Bowl. And then he's really lately been more focused on his individual stats. Like he verbally points those out, which is something Brett Favre did for the Packers. Which, as a team person, your team doesn't want to hear about your individual stats. Mm-hmm. He gets pissed when people drop the ball. You can see it on his face. Oh my gosh! He's Watching Rodgers play, he's pissed all the time all the time like he rarely looks like he's having fun anymore um 
But yeah, and there's rumors that the Jets might be interested, also following Brett Favre's career path. Then I expect him to retire. Kirk <laughs> Cousins is out, and he goes, he hey, goes Vikings. to the Vikings. <laughs> yeah. I'll go play <laughs> with Justin Comes out of retirement Jefferson. to the, yes, play absolutely. for the Vikings. Yeah. So, interesting, Justin. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I hope he retires. I'm. You want him out? I, I do. Um, I don't like seeing Rodgers, not just as a Bears fan. Just I don't like him. I really don't like him. Mm. He's a douche. <laughs> he really is. How do you really feel? Like, he is not a. He doesn't seem nice. No, he doesn't I, seem friendly. He seems arrogant. Yeah, he's arrogant. Not a team player, like you said. Right. So, and it's it's not because he's a Packer. Because I respected Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't like that we lost to him. But I said, you know what? I respect him though. I I don't respect Rodgers. Just throwing right. that out there. I'm J sure Mark Football care. does not respect <laughs> Rodgers. I'm sure his feelings are not hurt by that. No. But <laughs> okay, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Ravens may franchise tag him. Do you think he'll play under that? I don't. Um, mm-hmm. It's interesting because this is the second year in a row where he's had a injury that's forced him to miss several games. Mm-hmm. So is he injury prone? And if you get franchise tag, you don't want to play on that tag as an injury-prone player. No. Because you'll likely get injured, and then you mm-hmm. won't get as big of a contract. So um, I think he'll demand a trade if he's tagged. Tagged. And I don't know if they can pay him because they spent um, – they gave a five-year, $120 million contract to Roquan Smith. So I don't know if they can afford him, to be honest. That I don't know. We'll have to see how that plays out. We already kind of touched on this. The 49ers quarterback situation, Brock Purdy or Trey Lance. Yeah. We we feel like they should go with Purdy. Right. We're also biased. Yeah. Well, because he's an Iowa State boy. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I think they need to go with Purdy. I think he gave the team a spark, though. He mm-hmm. seemed to give the team a spark. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think they stick with him. But it, who knows? I don't get paid to make these decisions. <laughs> but you wish you did. <laughs> I do wish I did. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Next, we have some big free agent names with fantasy football impacts. Yeah, these are the guys that on March 15th may be signing with new teams, and we'll be talking about their impacts on their new teams. Mm-hmm. Justin, who do you got for us? Uh, so the biggest one in my mind, Saquon Barkley. Um, I don't know if the Giants re-sign him, but I think he has value no matter where he goes. Please be the Bears. Please be the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Are there rumors? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That he wants to play with Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know. Do you know how exciting that would be? Yeah. If he's healthy, he's still one of the best. So I would be very ecstatic about that. <clears throat> and we just talked about him. Lamar Jackson finished. um <clears throat> 15th ranked quarterback, but he missed six games. Uh, we don't, I mean, his fantasy value with his rushing ability. Yeah, I think no matter where he goes, I think that it's he's going to have, yeah, yeah, because of that. Yep, agreed. Another one, I'm going to budge you, Justin. Go for it. Geno Smith, the guy who you did not think know, would be a top 10. I know, fifth ranked quarterback. <laughs> Do you think he will stay with the Seahawks? I do. I think he did enough for that organization. And really, I think that's his best opportunity to start. So if they offer him something, I think he should sign. I don't know if he'll go anywhere else and be able to start, even though he did really good this Mm -hmm. year. 
Um, the, the other, I mean, we talked about him a lot extensively, so yes. we won't spend much time <laughs> on him. But Tom Brady, 11th ranked quarterback this year. He's going to elevate wide receivers on whichever team he goes to. Yep. He somehow always manages to stay fantasy relevant, so just pay attention there. Yeah. Next one, wide receiver didn't play this last year, but Odell Beckham Jr. Is he going to be fantasy relevant ever again? Okay. So let me break this down for you. He's 30, which I know we've talked about. Easy. (laughs) (laughs) You're not (laughs) a wide receiver for the NFL, Justin. What's that supposed to be? But the average, I don't know if you know this, the average peak season for a wide receiver is 26. So he's passed. I, well, I do. Okay. When 2015 was seven years ago, so he would have been 23. I think he had his peak season in 2015 mm-hmm. with the New York Giants. He put up 96 receptions for 1,450 yards, 13 touchdowns. Yes. 2016 was another good year, but he dropped in yards and in touchdowns. We have never seen numbers like that from him since. Yeah. So I know he went to different teams in there, but when you're talking, so at 2016, six years ago, he was 24 before like the last time he put up the numbers that were even close to his peak year in 2015. Mm -hmm. I don't think we're going to see another... Uh, that was his peak. I don't think we're going to see that again. He'll never be a wide receiver one again. No. That's for sure. Yeah, I agree with you there. So he's not going to be, I mean, people might be excited to see his name out there again, but I don't think that he's going to be fantasy relevant. Yeah. It would have to be the right situation. Mm-hmm. I feel like he started cooking a little bit with the Rams. He came back from injury mid-year for them. Started looking kind of good, but then, of course, towards ACL. Um but it would have to be a very pass-heavy offense like they have mm-hmm. with, I mean, then Matt Stafford looked good. He did not obviously look good this last year. But, um, but yeah, no, I agree with you there. Um, next one, Daniel Jones. Don't you mean Dan Jones? Oh, yeah, Dan <laughs> Jones, as Kramer would say, finishes the 12th-ranked quarterback. Uh, what do you think about him? Sorry. <clears throat> taking a drink of my old-fashioned and then swallowed wrong um is it even possible after a really good year leading the giants to the playoffs that the giants let him walk i mean he shouldn't right they shouldn't Mm -hmm. and then if he if he does if they do let him walk does he have that value elsewhere Hmm. that's tough i mean he's a good quarterback he's decent doesn't have the best statistical arm i guess Mm -hmm. but he's sneakily athletic he runs well for a big tall quarterback um and i i don't know it's got to be the right system in my opinion i think his best option fantasy wise is if he does stay with the giants in brian dable's um scheme and everything i think that's Mm -hmm. best for him and i think they should probably keep him i mean yeah i think they should keep him yeah i I mean he's dan jones now he's dan jones (laughs) But I also, I don't know if he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. That would be weird to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I, not him alone anyways. So, I mean, but Eli Manning won two Super Bowls with the Giants, and I never thought he was necessarily a Super Bowl winning quarterback either. So, More so than Dan Jones. You think so? Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster, 27th rank wide receiver. Now, do you feel he's relevant, or did Patrick Mahomes make him more relevant? 
Yes. Yes, both. Both. Okay. I do think Patrick Mahomes made him more better. Yes. Yeah. It's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah. I think he makes any receivers better. I thought he was going to struggle this year with their crew of receivers, but he did not. He so. did not. Number one quarterback and going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I think he did just fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Tony Pollard, seventh ranked running back. Yeah. If he gets a starting job anywhere, he'll be even better than seventh ranked. He finished that as the quote unquote RB2, RB2 behind Zeke. Yeah. Um, and he did better fantasy wise than Zeke. So. It's interesting, do the Cowboys potentially cut Zeke and keep Pollard? I know Elliott's done a lot for their organization, mm-hmm. but Pollard runs with more fire. You can just see it watching his game tape. Yeah, I don't see Pollard going anywhere. Yeah, I think they keep him and cut Zeke. I think that's the, their only option, but mm-hmm. maybe they still want to roll with two. I don't know. Um, n- another one, Josh Jacobs. He finishes the third-ranked running back. If the Raiders let him walk... Not only do I think that he's going to retain his value, but their rookie, Zamir White, I feel like would be first in line to be the RB1 of the Raiders. And then, yeah, his stock would go up yeah. if they let Jacobs go. Yeah, that's perfect for describing like what we will talk about post-free agency. Um, there you go. Gave you a little preview. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, that's a situation where it's not just the free agent that's value changes. No, it's, it's the guy the behind team, him. The, and, the team he left behind. Yeah. How that like we might have to make that a two-parter episode we'll see there'll be a lot to be crazy it'll be fun it will be um evan ingram fifth ranked Mm -hmm. tight end what do you think of that him i think he fits really well with the jags scheme after falling out of favor with the giants if the jags resign him i think he holds value but he drops if he goes sorry if the jags resign him he holds value, uh, but I think he drops if he goes somewhere else. Yeah, I agree. Um, Dalton Schultz, another tight end. He finished 10th ranked. What do you think Just of him? getting into my tight ends here. <laughs> you are <laughs> the tight end expert. I don't know. I don't see him being higher than 10th ranked. Shouldn't honestly. tell people I'm getting into your tight end on air. Um, I'm, I'm getting into the tight ends. <laughs> I've always been into the tight ends. <laughs> uh, no, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I don't think Dalton Schultz is ever higher than a 10th ranked. No. Um, staying on the Cowboys is probably his best bet. Miles Sanders, 13th ranked after a disappointing last four games for him. Yeah, he should have finished higher than 13th. Um, I would like to let you know, as a reminder, I got him for $1. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, it'll be interesting to see if the Eagles re-sign him, and if not... I feel like his his value drops because they're a run first, run heavy team that is has a strong pass, so it opens that run game up, and I think he has the most value there. That's all of our f- top free agents for now, right? Some good discussion there, Justin. Yeah, yeah, um, lots to think about in the fantasy football world, uh, especially if you have these guys contracted. I mean, they might be on the move, and that will change their value. Yes. Now, are you now. are you ready? Yes. Are you it's ready? Killing me. It is killing you. I can tell. Yes. So our listeners know what we're drinking. What? Mm. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, they I know I left the drinking. room. <laughs> um, you guys found so out before me, damn it. <laughs> we're going to do this a little different. Of course, I have some history or information oh, yeah. for you on what we're drinking. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to start with our flavor palette with okay. all the details on this lovely whiskey. Yeah, give me the the flavor The color. Profile. 
our listeners cannot see this. What would you? How would you describe that color? Dark amber. Well, they describe it as a bright gold. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is this not dark? It, it looks darker in here. Um, Maybe it's the lighting. I think it's the lighting My in our room. The light. I see. We also look like, gold. have all these like warm tones in this room. So, mm-hmm. um, on the Maintain nose. Maintain warm tones. Give oh, us a sniff, Justin. I just drank it. Sorry. I know you. You failed me. <laughs> you have failed. You should whiskey. get like caramel with hints of vanilla, oak, and barley. I get a lot of oak. That's what I get. Oak. I get. Mm. Mm. Ah, vanilla and caramel i can get that i always pick out the sweet the taste should be citrus on top of vanilla and black pepper now do your three tastes for me did you do them i've done one i haven't tasted this by itself i apologize for all the pauses everybody (laughs) well we got it we got (laughs) a drink and the uh, while you do that the finish oh should be warm. <laughs> Is it warming you up? <laughs> yes, it warm. Yes, definitely warm. Long and dry. I'll give you something warm, long and dry. You knock it off. Justin. Why is it dry? Um, this, <laughs> don't, don't joke on your whiskey. Uh, this is very good. Do you know um, what it is? Do you have any guesses? Do you think you've tried this before? Let's start there. Do you think you've tried this before? They see it's such a hard question because I've tried so many. Don't whiskeys. think about all the whiskeys that you have, or like, don't do a mental checklist of what you haven't tried. Well, just like think about: Have you tasted this whiskey before? Yes. You just want to say that? No, I think I have. I have a guess. Can you tell me the proof? No. Okay. I specifically left out. Any details? I'm not getting into those. I have the information. Okay. <clears throat> but I think if I tell you the proof, it narrows it down. Is it Evan Williams Bottle and Bond? You bastard. It is. It okay. is. <laughs> it's one of my favorites, so that's it why. It is. I, yeah. Okay. Sorry I called you a bastard on your <laughs> podcast. <laughs> For being a good, good uh, um, whiskey. It is. This is. I, I was down there, and I was like, uh. I was just trying to think what would be really good in old fashioned. I have never tried the bottle and bond. That is oh, your favorite. I didn't realize you I've hadn't never tried, tried it. it. And I was I know that you love it. Mm-hmm. You like it neat, you like it on the rocks, you like it in an old fashioned. Yeah. And I decided since you were busy and couldn't help me pick a bourbon, I was just gonna try this one. Are you impressed that I guessed it? I am. Yes. I know that Did I give any did I give anything away? No, I've just if if I think about all the whiskeys I have, mm-hmm. I've probably had the most of this one because it's a very affordable, and I really like it. Yes, and um, yeah. So I just I did recognize the mm-hmm. taste. So you were in here earlier, obviously, mm-hmm. but it is uh, it's below twenty dollars. It's a bottom shelf whiskey. Yeah, yeah, and. It's good. Oh, it's very good. And in the old-fashioned... It's very good. It holds it makes, up. It does. Um, and that is kind of like what we've heard from people. I don't know why I haven't tried it before. Probably because we're getting all these new <laughs> like, $50 and $60 bottles like, of whiskey. I'm not trying that $18. Well, no, but we're trying all these... Like, <laughs> I got really into rye whiskeys yeah. this year. And we've had so many different craft bourbons and whiskeys that we've been trying... It just never, I don't know why, I just never went and tried this one. <laughs> but anyway, <clears throat> so we are drinking Evan Williams Bottled in Bond Bourbon. You can go on evanwilliams.com, get a lot more information um, on them, their distillery, 
They're located on Whiskey Row in Louisville, Kentucky. And so I we think, need to visit them. Well, yes. When I was researching them, I was like, this is something we're probably going to do when we do our bourbon trail. So if you're going to Risky Row and you're going to go. Risky Row? Whiskey? Risky? Whiskey? <laughs> I thought I said whiskey. I thought you said risky. <laughs> Maybe you said whiskey. <laughs> if you're going, um, they are located at the Evan Williams Experience. You can get tickets to tour their distillery. Um, and then you'll get a guided tasting with that tour. And that is why I marked this down on a place we're going to go. Not only because this is one of your favorites, it's one of your go-tos. It's very affordable. Um, I just thought it would be awesome to go to the Evan Williams experience, go through that tour, learn about the history, and get a tasting. Yeah. If you haven't tried it, I suggest going mm-hmm. trying it. It's not going to cost you much, obviously, to try it. No. Um under 20 bucks. Side story, our our musician, the guitarist, Paul Stevie, that uh-huh. brings us in and leads us out every episode, he visited two years ago on 4th of July. Not a big whiskey drinker at all. Oh, I forgot. We were passing this around with the port. We I didn't try. Did I try around. it then? I don't think you did. I don't think I did. Just I think Paul I stuck I, to port. <laughs> Paul and I passed this back and forth around the, the fire as we drank port um, after he had, had a bunch of PBR. But Bad combination. <laughs> anyways, um, he he personally liked this better than Jefferson's um, Ocean Age Which is see. ridiculous, people. That is ridiculous. <laughs> he's not a whiskey connoisseur. No, He doesn't know all. what he's talking about. He's ridiculous. <laughs> but everybody has different palates. I know. And, everybody uh, does. Sorry, Paul. He's not a whiskey guy, and he liked this. Mm-hmm. So maybe if you don't like whiskey, try this one. Maybe you will. I don't maybe know. Maybe you will. Um, and for 100 proof, I don't feel like it's super harsh. No, and yeah. that's what I was going to say in the details that oh, you interrupted sorry. me. Oh, sorry. Go on. Um, so they're bottled and bond is age under government supervision, meeting the exact requirements for a bottled and bond bourbon. It is smooth for 100 proof. It's a good one. I recommend this to people if you're just looking for a really affordable whiskey, a bourbon, and it's good. Yeah. <clears throat> now, what I really want to do is mm-hmm. put this in a glass next to the Jack Daniels bottle and bond that I have. Yeah. And compare them because I still think I will pick this one. I was going to say this is better. I think I am so. not a fan I'm going to get reamed for this one. I'm not a fan of Jack Daniels. Oh, come on. It's such a classic. It's a classic. It is. It's what... It's my first whiskey drink. Before I really liked... I know. And that is... (laughs) (laughs) I know it is. Before I really liked whiskey and bourbons and was really into it, when I thought of whiskey, I thought of Jack Daniels. I know they are a classic one. It's a go-to. But I think I've also had so many bad experiences with Jack Daniels. One bad experience with Jack Daniels. Cough, cough, Tennessee hookers. <laughs> and I just don't think I can drink their whiskey. Yeah. It's harsh. Jack Daniels is harsh. And it's technically, it's not labeled as a bourbon. It's labeled as a uh, Tennessee whiskey. Yeah, it's whiskey. But I didn't say it was bourbon. No, no, I know. But I was going to say, um, listening to the the distiller, I'll have to find his name. I always forget. It was on mm-hmm. Jay Cutler's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that Tennessee whiskeys and bourbons are the exact same thing. So that was really interesting. Um, he said if you when you're filing your whatever paperwork uh, for your whiskey or distillery, mm-hmm. there's no option for Tennessee whiskey. It's bourbon, and you you click bourbon because that's what it is. So. Yeah, but anyways, um, yeah, I think this is better than the the JD Bonded, mm-hmm. and JD Bonded is about twice the price. 
It is. Yeah. JD Bonded is what, 37, 38? Yeah, around there. So, yeah, mm-hmm. twice the price. Um, I've got the big old thing of this, the 1.75 liter. That's so. not what this came out of, though. You no, still had I, some in your in the smaller other one. bottle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your normal size bottle. <laughs> the normal, not smaller, just we the normal size. We are never going to drink the amount of whiskey that we own. Challenge accepted. <laughs> we just got to have some parties. I know. <laughs> whiskey not, tasting at our house. Yeah, despite um, having a podcast that reviews whiskey, we are not partiers and um, we don't drink it heavily. We just enjoy a nice glass of whiskey, yeah. which is okay. Um, <laughs> Miranda, do you got anything else you'd like to add? No, I'm just really looking forward to what we have in store for this off season. Yeah, we got a lot of content coming at you. Stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for big announcements from us. Stay tuned for guests because we're excited to have some guests. They are coming. They are. We already got some uh, lined up, penciled in. We don't have their dates um, penned in, I guess. Do you write it in pen when you have the date for sure? But penciled in. Is <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're getting too technical. This is too serious. <laughs> oh, my bad. Um, that's all I have anyways. So how's your old fashioned doing over there? It's gone because it was good. Going once, going twice. Sold. Old fashioned football.